You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. Why does everything work out for jerks and not for me? Let's get into it.
My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joining us to produce the show, the man who puts me together, Jed Brewer. Jed Brewer? That guy sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> An odd, oddly humble, yet aggressive comment from Jed <laughs> towards himself. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a question in later weeks about how we can get some self-esteem going. <laughs> jbrewer at the internet.com. But this week... We're dealing with a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com where you're welcome to write in your questions. This week we're talking about why does everything work out for jerks and not for me? Ah! And a fine question, and Glenn, I think it's fair to say one we all ask. Absolutely right. I mean, it, you know, we all feel those kinds of things. You know, we all look at people who really are living a bad life or really doing a lot of jerky type things and they appear to be getting paid and, and, and doing very well. Maybe the very fact that they're doing better than us makes us think they're probably a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, those go together, don't they? Yeah, I think at, at some point we we get into this mindset of, uh, of feeling that envy without really kind of questioning whether that's it or not, whether that's imp- an important way of, of measuring ourselves or where we are in the world and you know, uh, kind of like you and I were talking about before the the recording. If, if I have one scoop of ice cream and you have two, suddenly I, it feels like I have less ice cream. I, I got the same amount of ice cream, but it just feels like less. I do have two scoops of ice cream, and that's why there might be some slight eating sounds in this during the broadcast. But I do things my way. Ah, sure, absolutely, sure. deal. And Jen, I think that's, Glenn brings up an important point that there's what we feel is happening. Then there's what is happening. Yeah. And those don't always line up in some pretty important ways around this particular topic, right? No doubt about it, man. Look, uh, how you feel here makes sense. We're sorry for it. It, If it's any help, people have been asking this question a long time. Like, as long as there have been people, they've been wondering about this question. We certainly have as well. And you come by it honestly. You know, if you you open a magazine, if you turn on the TV, if you go onto the Internet, uh, it looks a lot like bad people get away with it. And good people have a rough time. It really does look like that a lot. The thing that we want to ask is, it looks that way, but is that really true? Is that actually what's going on, or is there more to that story? You know, I mean, one of the things about so much of popular media, in essence, being entertainment, is... We hear the stories that are entertaining, not necessarily the stories that are true. You know, we, we hear the stories that are exciting, not necessarily the stories that are accurate. And so when we start to have a moment where we're, it's starting to wear on us, we're, we're starting to wonder about the nature of the world and our place in it, it's worth asking how accurate are the narratives I'm hearing? How, how true to reality are the stories that I'm being told? Are, are these being massaged in a way? And I think we owe it to, to you and, and to you know, uh, having a, a better outlook on the world to answer that question. I think you're absolutely right. I think one other thing that we would throw in here at the beginning is um, some of this is about, as just pointing out here, a time element. Yep. To use a music analogy, being that we're on the radio now, if you, if you just froze time in 1993 and thought, it's not fair that Vanilla Ice stole that beat from Queen, <laughs> and he's going to be the most successful music artist of all time forever. Right. If you expand that one out by uh, even six months, you would see that, well, this kind of thing has an arc. And maybe that's those are the kind of things we want to remind ourselves of as we look at other people's situations, as we look at our own situation going forward right here on The Bridge Loud. My mind is blown 
but you can't console me. You say I'm all alone, but I'm on my way. My name is Matt King. I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Tune in for all the hot vanilla ice takes on the internet of the thing with the thing. I like it. It's good to have a niche, and no one else is competing for that one. (laughs) We will boldly bash him, unlike everyone else, including probably his own mother. (laughs) Also joining us to finish the show, Jed Burr. Premiering next week on the Bridge Loud, official Bridge Loud vanilla ice diss track. It's it's just a saying, we don't like vanilla ice. <laughs> but there's a beat under it. That's absolutely right. But for now, we continue to answer a question that came into the bridge lab at gmail.com. This week's question says, why does everything work out for jerks, but not for me? And Glenn, we, we, the reason we talk about vanilla ice, not only because it brings us joy, uh, is because uh, we're bringing up the example of, you know, there, there's, there's an element of this that we're looking at maybe a small window of someone else seeming to do really well. And not looking at that whole story, using that to make ourselves feel bad. So right. How does that play into this whole larger idea? 
Well, I mean, ultimately, bad decisions pay off right now. That's the thing. And you're on the bank. You have fistfuls of money. <laughs> that's right. And the the good part of the the making those bad decisions is now is when I want it. Yes. So everything lines up perfectly. Uh, if you if you want something now and you don't want to wait, do something bad. Yeah. You will, you will get it now. Now, the, the problem for some of us on this particular radio show is that I've already done those bad things, and right now I'm dealing with the bad consequences of those things, and I can't really get going the mentality, let me do another bad thing to cover the last bad thing, because that's really bumming me out. Uh, so we have to figure out how do we break out of this cycle, and that's, that's the ultimate thing. I think it's a really good point, and Jed. The other uh, unpleasant reality, maybe the situation is, um, the good decisions, the decisions that will work out in the long term, that are a good idea, are almost always certainly not just not fun now, but they're sometimes actively unpleasant now. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, bad decisions, Glenn is right. Bad decisions pay off right now. You steal a Ferrari? Great, you got a Ferrari. For now. Later, other problems. Yeah. By contrast, and we often are seeing the the upside in other people with their bad decisions, not the downside. Good decisions pay off later. That's the nature of good decisions. They don't pay off right now. But not only do they not pay off right now, oftentimes they're unpleasant at first. Uh, if you start going to the gym, that will pay off down the road. It will yield all kinds of good stuff in your life. You'll be sore and tired right now, right, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it would be easy to look at that and feel like, I've made everything in my life worse. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's not just that I don't have any payoff. I'm, now it's awful. I it's, wanted energy. Now I'm exhausted. Exactly right. Thanks for nothing, Jim. <laughs> the thing that we need to look at is, is it worth it? Right? I mean, if all we had was right now today, then sure, rob a bank, steal a Ferrari. Don't go to the gym. This is the life we dream about. But Somebody's going to isolate that clip of audio. <laughs> <laughs> but again, as Matt, you were saying in the last thing, if we expand that time window out, it paints a very, very different picture. And given that, we need to ask, when we look at the jerks, as you put it, is everything actually working out for them? Or are we just seeing that short-term payoff in their lives? without getting to see the consequences that come after it. A great question. The one we'll look at when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
you here on the Bridge Lab. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I tell you what, if you hate gymnasiums and vanilla ice, this is the show for you. Yeah. Gosh, it's a gym where they're just leaving vanilla ice over and over again. This is the worst. <laughs> also joining us, Jed Brewer, the producer of the show. One time at that gym, they just put Ice Ice Baby on a loop for like eight hours. It was yeah. bad, man. Yeah. It was rough. That's not what you want. People tore apart the treadmills with their teeth. <laughs> it was anarchy. We're going to answer a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, why does everything work out for jerks and not for me? And Glenn, we closed out that last segment with uh, Jed making a very good observation of, do things work out for jerks? Or are we just kind of almost intentionally isolating the very high highs that are going to be followed by some very low lows there? And as folks sure. who uh, are spend a fair amount of time ministering to folks in jails and prisons, mm-hmm. uh, it's fair to say you see that entire arc. For sure, yeah. I mean, uh, and and in many ways, I think you can get to beating up on yourself because you've made those bad decisions. You're dealing with those bad consequences, and you you kind of envy other people who haven't had those consequences kick in yet, yeah. or or maybe ever at all, and whatever. So you feel like, man, you know, this is I, I feel bad towards myself, and I feel worse that other people are doing better. Uh, but the reality is that everybody is going through their own private hell. That's that's the truth of it. I, there's there's a famous guy I see on the news a lot, uh, and a rich rich guy I see on the news a lot, like every day. And that guy has a really unpleasant look on his face every time he takes his picture. <laughs> and I, I think that's true for a lot of rich people and a lot of famous people. They you know we we think their lives are so much better, but they go through their struggles, they go through their pain, same as you and I do. Uh, so it's about recognizing some of that envy just doesn't make logical sense. And that's absolutely right. I think one of the other things when we see when we see things on TV, on the Internet, Chad, is that um, we're looking at an idea of there must be an inherent thing about this person's life that's better than ours that makes it all the way better. And that's, right. That can be money. That can be fame and attention. But that and that the, I think the attention of that is I can't have that. Right. Therefore, I can't have a good life. So right. what would we say to that idea? Well, the thing that we need to do in a weird sense is take our view completely off of everybody else and just ask, what kind of life do I want for me? What kind of life do I want? What kind of life do I want to build? Um, and that's really worth thinking about and spending some time meditating on, thinking on, we encourage you to pray on that and get into it. And then ask this key critical question, am I building that kind of life? Currently, am I building a life that down the road will be worth having? Am I building a life that I will feel good about and that I will feel proud of? And that's what we want for you, and we believe God wants that for you. If you are building that kind of life today, man, don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Just trust me. Don't don't worry about it. All, all wisdom from all religions across all ages, one thing it has in common is don't compare yourself to other people. Just, you know, do your thing, live your life. But now, if you say, actually, I don't think I'm building a life worth having. I don't think I'm doing that. Here's the really, really good news. You can start doing that today, man. There's no time like the present. You can you can start on that journey right now. There's nobody that can actually stop you from that. And if you're not sure in terms of the small practical details of how to begin, shoot us an email, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We'd love to talk with you about your specific situation and how to start building that kind of life you'll feel good about having. Absolutely. We'll be right Right back with more on that right here on the Bridge Loud. Yes, I will follow you.
Loud. Hey, this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We are back to the Eternal Bridge Lab. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Is it possible that one day you'll be able to go into an ice cream store and order two scoops of vanilla ice? Ooh, maybe two scoops from vanilla ice. <laughs> Bless his heart. Also joining us here to the show, the man who puts me together, Jed Brewer. I have to believe that there's kind of a hipster artisanal ice cream store that sells vanilla ice flavored ice cream. Right. And it's really just Baskin and Robbins, but they put it in the <laughs> whole rip off. Yes. <laughs> well, you're taking us a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, why does everything work out for jerks and not for me? And, of course, if you go to get your vanilla ice, you may want something a little extra, maybe some sprinkles, maybe a little secret sauce. The secret sauce! So, Glenn, when you're, when you're working with folks who are uh, trying to get their life on track, like we are talking about that last segment, and not worrying about things that are going on around them, what do, you, what do you tell them to start on that journey? Yeah, ultimately, I think the world has a way of telling us a lot about pleasure and, and focusing on pleasure. If you look at... Uh, uh, you know, ads on the TV and the internet and whatever do this, it will give you pleasure. It will make your life more pleasurable. Uh, it, without attacking that, I think it's about looking at isn't satisfaction better than pleasure? You know, you get it all the way to the top and you feel like you're totally fulfilled and you, everything. The pleasure is what you settle for when you're not satisfied. At least I got this is making me feel a little better. What God wants for you is that satisfaction, not just that pleasure. Um, and that means uh, we, we need to uh, go to him and receive joy. I mean, joy is a virtue. We get that from God. We go to prayer. We open our hearts to it. We receive joy. That's different from happiness. That's Happiness is an emotion. Happiness kind of comes and goes. And uh, it's something we need to decide to have as, as part of our emotional life. But joy we can have even in the midst of, of suffering. Uh, and it's important. We were talking a lot for this whole show about now versus later and when things pay off. But the good news is God wants to give you that joy and that satisfaction right this second so you can get that and receive it. Yeah, I think that that's a very, very smart and important point that uh, the idea of delayed gratification is there, and but that is the idea of building something that will last, which is great. But these things, the joy and peace and these kind of things that we're going to need for that journey, we can get those in abundance now. You know, the Bible describes a peace that passes all understanding. I think it's the other thing we're looking at and this talk, with this idea is somebody saying, well, look at that car or that relationship or that amount of money. If I had that, I would automatically have happiness but for that. They open up any newspaper, click on any celebrity internet website. That's not the way that works. But you can have that instantaneous hit of the peace and the joy that allows you to go about building those things. God can give you that. That's what he wants for you. That's what we want for you. We'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of The Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you. God loves you in there.